So I feel like recently I've been talking a lot about mindset and confidence here on the podcast. And today I wanted to get back into the strategy, the nitty gritty, because as much as I love mindset, we also need some more actionable steps to book clients, to grow our business, to sell more of our services or our product. So that's what we're going to be diving into today. I'm going to be sharing three key strategies on how to increase your sales using these kind of, they're not sneaky, they're not sleazy, but they are definitely like sales techniques and I've used them a lot in my own business successfully. So I want to share them with you today. Don't forget to share the podcast on Instagram stories, tag me, DM me, tell me what you are loving. I always really enjoy hearing your feedback and any topics you'd love me to explore more, definitely send me a question. Before we jump in, I just want to remind you guys to please subscribe, follow, rate, review the podcast. It helps me out so much. And if you ever want to jump over and chat to me in my DMs on Instagram, please do. I love talking to you guys. And also feel free to share a screenshot of where you're listening to the podcast right now on your Instagram stories. I love seeing people like walking their dogs or driving their car and the little Dishing Up Digital podcast is in there. Um, But yeah, with that all out of the way, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. behind this episode came from one of the conversations with my students in the Dishing Up Digital School. They are just starting their social media management business. They have a couple of free clients under their belt, which is so awesome. And they're now trying to book that crucial first paying client. And one of the strategies I shared with them to help kind of drum up some attention, some excitement around their services was the idea of running a Black Friday slash holiday promotion on their services. Now, this doesn't mean slashing the prices of all of your services, because I feel like although you can do this really well in the product-based world, you know, have like a 50% off flash sale, I feel like it's a lot harder as a service-based entrepreneur to sell your service, like creating social graphics or editing reels or managing someone's Instagram page to slash that 50% off. That's like 50% off a month's of work, right? You still have to go out there and do all of this work and suddenly your hourly rate is like peanuts. So I think it's hard to justify doing a massive crazy flash sale. But what I mean by some sort of holiday special promotion is perhaps bundling your services together and creating a special package. 
And around the holiday season, this is a very big time for businesses generating more sales. It's typically when people are spending the most. So they're actually willing to invest in a social media manager as well. This is where I get a lot of my new clients is around the holiday season. So if you create a package that's like, let's work together for three months over the busiest seasons of the year. You know, let's run a Black Friday promotion on social media and let's head into Christmas strong and let me take the stress of running your social pages while also fulfilling all of your orders or doing all of your work. Let me take some off your plate, right? And then what I suggested to my student was you can offer a discount if they sign on for a multi-month contract. This is something I talk about all the time. Uh, when I first started, if I could get someone on a three-month contract, that was three months of consistent income. That was really important for me when I was trying to leave my corporate job. So as a thank you, I would give my client 10% off or $100 off. So it's a little bit of a discount, but it's not a crazy 50% off flash sale, right? But instead of sending a cold pitch or jumping on a discovery call with a client and just being like, these are my packages, suddenly you have something that's a lot more enticing to sell. You're like, hey, it's the busiest time of the year. I have a special social media package for Black Friday and the holiday season. It's a three month bundle and you get 10% off if you sign on in the next week. That is something juicy. That is something exciting for your clients. And I think it has really good reward for your client as well. You know, there's a potential for high gain during this holiday period. The other thing you could add into the mix, I talked about this with a student in my mastermind who is launching a membership group. I'm actually going to be getting her on the podcast very soon for an interview, guys, so don't you worry. But for her, I suggested that she could offer for her first round of students who join her membership, she could offer them a one-on-one -on -one strategy session with her as a bonus. The membership is going to be all about like group sessions, live streams, the typical membership kind of environment. It doesn't have one-on-one -on -one coaching, but as a bonus to get people through the door and be her first sort of beta students, I thought offering a free one-on-one -on -one session could be very enticing. And again, it's not a huge amount of her time, but it's highly valuable to the customer. And it's that little bit of extra something that could entice them to sign up and also sign up within the window that you want them to. This is really key. We come across a lot of potential clients in our mission as coaches, social media managers, virtual assistants, whatever it is you do. And often we hear the excuse, oh, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for this. I'm not sure if it's the right time. Or actually, I'm thinking of starting fresh in like 2023 and I'll hire someone then. And that's totally normal. Sometimes we need to create some urgency around our services. So having a seasonal package, having a bonus or some kind of discount can be that urgency lever to kind of push people across the line and get them saying yes. Because it's all well and good for them to say, I love you, your services look great, I wanna hire you in three months time. But when we are building a business, we need to be looking after our cash flow for the present as well. And for a lot of you who are just starting out trying to get clients, it is that crucial moment trying to get that first flow, that steady flow of clients through your business. And I think using a sales strategy like this can be really helpful. The second sales strategy I wanted to share with you today is an important one. I need you guys to never stop talking about your offer, to always be selling your service, especially what I'm talking about here is on your social media. We often shy away from talking about ourselves, 
from coming across as too ooh salesy ooh who who hates that word like no one wants to be seen as salesy like we have this misconception that when we're selling we're doing something icky and gross and it's so hashtag forced <laughs> no one wants to be forced they want it to be natural so often new business owners make the mistake of only talking about their product like just sprinkling it into their instagram feed like every you know sixth sixth post or so fifth or sixth post they'll be like oh by the way you can work with me this way And although it might seem like a lot for you, and that may even be pushing you out of your comfort zone, the reality is it's not enough. There is this marketing concept that has been around forever. If I check my notes here, it actually first came into the world in 1859. I didn't even really know marketing was a big thing back in the 1800s, but apparently so. And this marketing strategy is called the marketing rule of seven. And in the 1800s, it was actually called the marketing rule of six. And the original concept with this is that a customer has to see your product or see your promotion six times before they actually buy it. So let's just think about an ad for a pair of shoes in the newspaper. They might see it on Monday and be like, oh, those are nice. They might just flick past it on Tuesday, don't really soak it in. Then they get to the next day and they're still looking. Then they get to the day after and maybe they're arming and ahhing. And I've totally lost count of what day I'm up to. (laughs) My point is it takes till seeing the ad six times for them to actually buy. And in the marketing world, this is very common knowledge. But for those who are starting a business and maybe don't have a huge amount of marketing experience, they don't understand this concept. And they don't understand the fact that we need to make sure that our potential clients, our potential customers are seeing our message around our services and what we offer again and again. Same goes if you are a product-based business owner or you're a social media manager for a product-based business. For my clients, I'm always talking about their products, link in bio to buy, I'm linking to the product, I'm popping it on stories, or we're sharing like a little inspirational story about how they started the business. So maybe we're presenting it in a different format, but the heart of that story is still the products and it will still have a call to action to buy. Uh, Sometimes my call to actions aren't like super, super like blatant, but you can understand the messaging there. By the 1930s, this rule of six transitioned into the rule of seven, the marketing rule of seven, which is what we most commonly know today. And this shift was actually made initially in the movie industry. So it was the same concept used there for selling movie tickets. Someone had to see an ad or a promotion for a movie seven times before they bought it. And this is exactly why when you look at maybe uh, like a cosmetic brand campaign or you look at a movie, they will be on all platforms. You'll see them on billboards, in the newspapers, in the magazines, on TV ads, radio ads. Then they'll do influencer collaborations. This is not just them throwing stuff out there, trying to find what's going to stick. This is a very strategic approach and making sure that they are flooding the market with their messaging. So everybody keeps getting this reoccurring message of, oh, I must go see that movie. And they're getting reminded because the reality is, is we live very busy lives, right? I don't know. There's been so many products that I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I want to buy it. And then I just forget about it, right? We're busy. We move on. We might see the shiny new thing that comes along and buy that instead. So this awareness is really key. Now, we don't have the budget for a billboard and for a full ad campaign in a magazine, 
but we do have social media. And the really cool thing about social media marketing and why this industry has really taken off is because you can now present your offer and hit that rule of seven way faster with the use of platforms like Instagram and TikTok. You know, they might see your Instagram story one day, then they'll see your reel. And in that same day, they come back to your stories and they see your offer again. And then maybe they get an email from you. Like there's all of these different platforms and things within the platforms themselves that we can utilize to showcase our offer. Now I should note here that the marketing rule of seven isn't like a blatant, like, unbreakable rule. We do get customers who buy spontaneously, who see one Facebook ad and they're like, cool, I want to buy that. But this is like the general idea. And I think once you recognize this is more of the standard rather than those instant sales, you begin to understand how to market your business and how to market for your clients more and just understanding the customer journey better. For me, when it comes to utilizing this kind of strategy on social media, I really like to make sure I have a variety of content. So this is what I mean by earlier when I said it could be in a reel, it could be in a story, but also switching between the type of content you're sharing. In my course, Get the Gram, I talk a lot about content pillars and help you sort of uncover your content pillars to help grow a better Instagram strategy. But for those of you who aren't familiar with it, a content pillar is essentially a theme or a topic that you rotate through on your Instagram. So for example, for me, I do educational content, which is, you know, tips and tricks. It's things like this podcast, which I'll share a snippet onto my Instagram as well. I, it might be an infographic with some apps that I use. And then another content pillar of mine is inspirational content. This one is a big one for me. And this is my kind of origin story. It's how I started my business. It's how I've grown. It's taking people back in time to when I struggled, how I overcame those struggles. And I tell this through photos and captions, through reels. And I think this works so well for my business because it doesn't feel like I'm constantly selling. It doesn't feel like I'm sitting there with my little checklist with my marketing rule of seven, like, cool, got to show up seven times today. <laughs> what I'm doing is presenting my services or my courses in ways that attract different customers or clients. So inspirational stories might hit home with some people. Uh, infographics might hit home with others who are really into the information or who really want to know that I'm an expert. They don't really care about my origin story or how I got started. They just want to know that I know my stuff, right? Likewise, I can feel like I'm showing up really consistently, staying top of mind with my potential customer without my content feeling really repetitive. Who here hates getting the same Instagram or TikTok ad like over and over when you're scrolling through your feed? Like it's just the exact same video or the exact same photo and you're like, ugh, go away. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. And to be honest, my ads probably do that to some people out there as well. But what I really wanted to get across with this is having variety in your content in terms of mastering this rule of seven is really important. And that is my second sales strategy for you. Which finally brings us to my third tip for today. My third tip for selling better and booking out your services is to really focus your marketing and focus your selling on solutions and outcomes. 
I think this point is so relevant across all industries, whether you're selling your services, a online course, a physical product, you want to focus on how this can transform someone's life because that is a much more powerful way to sell your services than just listing off the key deliverables or the key things that you get, right? For example, you guys know that I ran a webinar recently to promote my Dishing Up Digital School. The webinar was free to attend. There was heaps of juicy insights in there. And if you guys want to catch the replay, it is linked in the description of today's podcast episode. But at the end of it, I also walked people through my course and I used it as an opportunity to get really in depth into what the Dishing Up Digital School is all about, spend like a good 15, 20 minutes explaining it all. The majority of my time wasn't just spent on in module one, we talk about X. In module two, I teach you how to create a package. In module three, we talk about content creation, blah, 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 blah. I spent my time talking about other students' testimonials and reviews, first of all, but also the transformation people get coming through my program. It's about finding your life of freedom and flexibility. It's about breaking free of that corporate, dark, dingy office and working from anywhere in the world. It's about uncapped income potential. All of these big, amazing things that can happen to people's lives when they become social media managers. That's what I really wanted to sell because Yes, you know, all of the deliverables and things that you got inside the course, what you were paying for was important, but what people actually pay for is the outcome. They want to know how investing this thousand dollars can actually help them. What are they going to get out of it? right? So I want you to think about the same with your own services. Think about how you are taking stressful jobs of managing a social media page off a client's busy plate and how they can get back to doing more of what they love because you are now taking care of Instagram. Think about the hours that you save for them in terms of the research into the latest algorithm update and all of that boring stuff that they don't want to, you know, research. They want to get back to their business. Think about how you are building a community of engaged followers who are there to sell to again and again. A lot of social media managers forget the lifetime value of their services. Even if you only work with a client for three months, the community that you're building, no matter the size, is something that they can tap into every time they have a sale, every time they have a new product, a new launch. That is so incredibly valuable. You can even look into the stats around how many users or daily users there are on these platforms. There's lots of really cool studies. Um, Social Sprout is a place I like to go to to look into information around social media trends and reports and stats. But they talk a lot about how many customers actually buy through social media. What's the stats in terms of the influence of buying a product and following them on social, following the brand. So things like that are really great stats to have a look at if you you're struggling to book clients at the moment and you want to come really prepared to a discovery call and really sell them your service. Yes, you want to be able to talk about, hey, I'm going to do 15 Instagram posts and five of them are going to be reels and I'm going to do this many captions and this hashtags. You want to have all that stuff prepared, but you also want to sell them the bigger picture of what it means to work with you. I was doing some online shopping today actually and looking at some skincare and even that in the product-based world, you can see it in a similar fashion. 
when you go to the description page for say this night cream that I was looking at, it doesn't right at the top have a list of all 25 ingredients in this thing, right? Instead, you get this lovely little description about how this is gonna give you glowing skin, how it's just gonna transform your skin while you sleep because it's a night cream or it's gonna maybe mention a couple of the key ingredients like retinol or hyaluronic acid, all of those buzzwords in skincare right now, but it's mostly gonna talk about how this transforms your skin. It's gonna talk about reducing blackheads or fine lines or anti-aging prophecies or whatever the lingo is there. But I hope you're catching what I'm saying here, guys, around how you can position whatever it is you're selling in a better way and sell the transformation, the solution, the outcomes from it all. This is a really key sales strategy to get around. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet today and we're gonna wrap up with just those three techniques. But if you guys would love more, Definitely send me a message and let me know that you have enjoyed this episode, what you'd like to hear more from. And yeah, I will catch you in the next episode of the Dishing Up Digital podcast. Bye guys. Oh.